Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just the Sip. I know that there has been a lot going on in the world. And today I am going to have my friend. Um, he is the yin to my yang at Access Hollywood. He is also the host of World of Dance with Jennifer Lopez. And he is an amazing voice and person to follow throughout this whole thing because he is on the front lines in this Black Lives Matter movement. He is giving you the truth, but he is giving it to you in real time. Please welcome Scott Evans. How are you? First of all, I'm good, yo. I am all the way good in the sense that this whole 2020, the thought that 2020 was a waste or it was a dump or it was bring 2019 back. Right. I take all the back. I'm so happy 2020 is here. And like, I don't want to do this with two kids on my shoulders. Like, I don't want to do this in 10 years. And it feels like I won't have to. It feels like for the first time in any type of movement, it just feels like people are ready and they're listening. And, you know, I thank the universe for that because you got to listen, bitch. You ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> All you have is time. All you have is time. All you have is time. That's the part that makes me nervous, though, because when sports is back, once the beauty shop is back, once the mall is open again, once you got to worry about what um, Craig said and Tuki and them doing, like, are you still going to have this same energy? Are you going to have this same interest and this vigor that you have now? Let me tell you why I think we're going to have the same interest and vigor. Girl, I did a whole map, okay? So this is going to be going on until June, July, okay? This energy right. going to be, we, we good for June and July. Right. And then what's going to happen is on August 29th, they're going to have that, that mini million man march with Reverend Al Sharpton. That's going to bring some more issues up. We're going to be talking about that. So yeah. that's going to go from August 29th to, you know, we have a span of seven days. Right. That's going to go until the first week of September. Once sports comes back, you're going to see a lot of athletes. You're going to see a lot of these football players taking this stand because they know that what happened to Kaepernick can't happen to your ass in 2020. So all the people who were afraid to get capped 
right. are no longer afraid because you have Roger Goodell getting on and basically saying, look, we were wrong. We were wrong. Yeah, yeah. This is a, who, a whole new year. And guess what? Black people are ready to flex at people who say, oh, no, you can't. Right. Watch my black ass. <laughs> look, come no, on. You're right about that. You're right. You're right. And then, and then, so let's say, okay, September, everybody takes a knee in September. You know, every Sunday we see it, every Tuesday, Thursday, you know, with the, with the bronze, the boys. And that kind of wears off. Bitch, October is right here. The voting registration starts. The push to vote, it starts. So we're going to be reminding everybody at those barbershops with Tuki and them, everything that we had just went through because we're not going to forget the COVID. You ain't going to forget the motherfucking murder hornets. And what you're not going to forget is seeing all those people marching. Did you just say the murder hornets? I just said okay. in an earlier podcast. Can I just tell you, can I just tell you that yesterday a dragonfly flew past and I hit the deck yep. thinking it might have been a murder hornet? I was like, yep. what are you not gonna do? No, 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 no. Mm -mm. I'm not going out by a murder hornet. No, 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 no. Not today. Not today. <laughs> not today, Susan. Oh um, my God. How are you? I'm good. I just, like I said, I'm I I am much better today than I was two weeks ago. I'm much yes. better, you know. Uh, n right now than I was um, uh, even a week ago, you know? Um, so, you know, I, 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 there are a couple ways I think you can, you can approach this moment in your, in your life. You can um, uh, wish it were different and remain inactive. You can get involved and effort your best Say it. Uh, at change, or you can um, spend it calling out others for doing something you're unwilling to do and so Amen. i just got busy i got busy i got busy i just i decided that this was some this was not going to be something i was going to cry alone in a pillow over this Amen. was not going to be something i was going to um uh tweet people to death over that i was going to get out here and share the stories tell the stories i was going to try to amplify um the meaningful voices in this and 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 to to share perspective in a way that people maybe hadn't thought of before. Same. You know, it's interesting. Let me guys give you guys a background of Scott and I, and, and this is going to come up because it's one of the things that I really want to talk about um, in this podcast. So we both work at NBC. We see each other every day at work. Yep. When I'm going, he's coming. So we have that little overlap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, working in a predominantly white space is a little different is a little different for us. And, you know, for myself, I am kind of proud watching E respond to what's going on right now, because a lot of times in my, on my network, because we are pop culture news, because we are, um, you know, entertainment and actors and you know, premieres and all these things, mm -hmm. when things come up, we don't necessarily get to talk about them because they're not in our wheelhouse. Right. So it's if the, not the demo. It's not the demo. Yeah. So if tax reform comes up, they're like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, but for this part miniseries. <laughs> oh, for this, it's been so nice to see people kind of react and listen and be willing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's it's also it's also been 
encouraging and empowering to stand in your space, right? Yes. To not allow, um, whether it was a, a, a call by the EP or your own urging, it, you to not allow it to be conversation as no, as typical, you know, not to be just another day in entertainment news while we're looking for all of these other stories and ignoring this massive happening, um, not just in our, not just in, in pop culture, but in our society, yes. right? And so to be able to stand in that space and be like, yeah, nah, I can't talk about that right now while this is going on. Yeah. And for, and for that, for them to respond in a way, you know, our shows, you, you, you work for a network, right? And you mm -hmm. work across different platforms on that network. So that can be a big shit to turn. I work on like this show that has been around for 25 years, yeah. 25 years. And it is like, this is what we do. We don't really divert from that. And so to get that ship to turn, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. And so I'm I'm with you. I'm like, what'd you say, like Rose on the Titanic? Yes. Y'all gotta slowly get your audience together with this. Together. Like, we can't There's turn a lot the of dial. That it's a lot of education. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's easier. I always say this to people throw it all on the map, like throw it all on the on the table and then mm -hmm. take some things away because right. it's easier to talk people to turning things back as it is to going forward with something. So when they came to me and told me what they were planning, I was like, you know what? I'm here for it, but I think y'all need to back this up and cut this into two different days because y'all going to scare some people. Can we split it up? Can we split, Can we split it, up? it up? You know, you know, remember what happened with the with the Me Too movement? How we went from like it was like a week. We went from uh, how things were normally done, how things were done before, to oh, we can't do that anymore. You can't make that joke. You can't say that to her. You can't. Um, uh, that's that's no longer a a kosher policy, right? Yes. It happened in a. It felt like it happened in a week. But that's what's happening now. Exactly. That's what's happening exactly. now because you know what. And I, you know, I talk to my friends about this, straight male friends, mm -hmm. you know, trust me, there are still people who go to work and think, wow, if I could just get in Roxanne's pants or if I can tap that ass, like there are still people who think that way and will forever think that way. Mm -hmm. But after the Me Too movement, I wish your mother would try because those people have learned that A, it's not okay to do that ever, it's also not okay to talk about doing that. Mm -hmm. So the whole work environment has changed. I has feel changed. like the work environment in this situation is America. It's the right. world. But now, but now the the thing that you have to, we also have to be mindful of was that there was this period of like rapid adoption, rapid awareness, right? And then there was this legislative shift of like ultra con ultra constriction right like yes you, you are not in charge of your body you are you do not have the right uh to make your own health choices you are n you belong to us yes right that was the thing that happened with the me too movement so i think that our country and our people need to be prepared for the same kind of reaction so mm -hmm. right now we're all in this rapid adoption some of us i shouldn't say all of us because unfortunately some of us still are ill-prepared 
and unwilling to Jeez. wake the up. But we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. But I think we need to be prepared that while while it will it will be a a push and 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 incredible shift, we need to be prepared also for that like snap back. Yes. And be unwilling to let it. One hundred percent. I think why this feels so different and why this is going to work and mm -hmm. why this is going to change certain things is because we have the allies. We have the people who are not only willing to go out there and put themselves in between protesters, black protesters mm -hmm. and, and cops. We have those people. We also have the people who are willing to tweet, who can use their social media platforms to start conversations, even down to the people who are willing to even have the conversations in their own homes. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which the, is the difference. Yeah, which is the difference. Before, you you know, it was all oh, that's their problem. You yeah. know, and when I'm up for re-election, it might become one of my, my problems. problems. Yes. It's not even gonna become my problem. It's just gonna be one of my comments. You know what I mean? Which is, I think, one of the reasons why people are looking at candidates we, now. Mm. Like, where your voice at? What's up? Where you? Where you where at? You, remember a week ago, you weren't blackish. What happened? Where, where'd you? Where'd you go? Where, where the funds? Yeah, you frozen. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Amen. It's just like it's like this is this can't be just like um, a hot button topic. No, and it's not going to be a hot button topic because I'm telling you. This energy is going to permeate throughout social economic classes, through races, through every single thing. And, and I say this because, look, we, we covered the Me Too movement moment. It was bleeding out of our ears. And I'm so happy I got to be a part of that because I feel like media really changed yeah. how powerful white men in America really got away with some shit. And media was like, no more. We will talk about it because we aren't afraid to not be invited to your premiere or not right. afraid to be disowned by your actresses or actors who support you. We are going to talk about it. And I'm proud that I was a part of that. But even in that movement, there were still people, women and also men who were like, well, she kind of asked for it or you know, well, she wore she wore well, wore that dress, and well, now, like I mean, that we, we still have it. Now it's the the it it shifted to the looting, right? And then it was, and then it was. Um, well, I'm not gonna celebrate him. He wasn't this like hero, and it's yeah. like it doesn't. That's not what that no one is asking to celebrate. What was what we're asking is a very base. It's a, it's the minimum, which is there's a a a, a level of respect for human life 100%. that should exist. I don't care if he took a if he took a lady's purse and knocked her down in the middle of the street. He deserves the justice that fits the crime, but it's certainly yes. not what not what what occurred to him. Not a neck to the uh, a, a, a knee to the neck until he suffocated and died. The, what I think is also interesting, and I think it's going to be. I don't think we've necessarily seen the end of it. I, I know on social media it's still happening. I'm seeing it. The 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 lack of commentary by notable figures who are not politicians. Yes. Uh, the lack of of activity uh -huh. from notable figures, as well as just like regular everyday people. There are so many. There are so many. There's a lot of celebrities that protect the bag. True. And what I mean protect the bag is they think about the money. 
you know, because they have it good. They don't want to disrupt anything or ruffle any feathers because they think that the people on their level are opposed to what's going on or will right. feel some type of way about it. And I've always said in this whole thing, we can't really judge people for what they can and can't do because you don't know what happens inside of people's heads or what's going on in their families or yeah. anything. And I get that when it comes to protesting, because look, if I had two kids or my elderly mother was living with me, I would not be out there trying to get COVID, you know, left and right. Right. But try, it, did you just say trying to get COVID left and right? Trying to get COVID left and right up in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because, you know, like, where is this person? Why is she not marching? I'm like, oh, she might have kids or you never know. You just don't know, you know. Yeah, right. But on the other hand, if you're a celebrity and you used your blackness to get ahead in life and you, you know, took that black money at some point and we were riding with you and supporting you. Now, when we need you, I need you to do something, not just mm -hmm. silently give, you know, a few hundred thousand to this place or that place. I need you yeah. to say you did it and encourage other people. Yeah. To do well, I think that was I think that's some of the messaging that we've seen you know, on, on newscasts. I mean, I having a conversation with Don Lemon, it wasn't a matter of like trying to offend. It was, it was seriously a, a matter from, from what I understand it, from what I saw, from what I gathered, my, my perception of it was that it was a matter of like a all hands on deck. And if you haven't responded, if you haven't included, if you haven't thought about it this way, allow me to be the sick, the one who holds a sign up and says, Hey, we need y'all right now. Right now. Look, Don Lemon got on air and said, okay, ladies, now let's get <laughs> in formation. Exactly. Exactly. She, He was like, oh, like literally, all right, everybody, it's time. And I think that's what we're missing in this thing. We're missing one thing. We're missing that person who is like, all right. Here's what we are going to do. One, right. two, three, break. We don't have that person. And I'm so proud that all of these people are standing up. These young people are yes. standing up and saying, okay, we need to sit in today peacefully. Mm -hmm. We're going to hand out waters and hand sanitizers. Right. And it's the young people, Marie Kondo and this <laughs> But that's what it's going to take. You, th th I think that we keep, we keep trying to make this movement this situation these circumstances this outrage fit the the uh, formula of the 60s and the the reality is in order back in the 60s in order to be someone who said something that someone cared about heard about or read yes. about you had to write it you had yes. it had to be a book you had to have an album you had to yes. have a movie now anybody can say anything and it can be and it can become popular. And so I think instead of instead of wishing that we only had one, I think we instead right. we could shift that energy into lifting up all of those. You're right. All of those who are deciding, I got a plan. You're and right. I think, it, I think it is. I think it is. It, it is important that the people who are leading be in agreement. Yes. Right. I don't I don't think you need a whole bunch of separate accords. One hundred percent. We need a manual. We, that's all I want. I want a one sheet. We need a one sheet. 
I need a one sheet <laughs> with what we going with. Because you know what I mean? Like, I need a one sheet yeah. on what we like. You know what I mean? Because I was, at said, a protest, I was at a protest on, on Friday, I think it was. And there was some chance. I was like, now, nah, I ain't never heard that one before. That one right? had to be. That don't even have a beat. I don't think that's that's not. A, I don't think that's an official. Who who made that up? Who the who? You clapping with spoons and stuff. What's this? What is this? Look, my favorite protest I went to. Because the reason why I went to protest in the first place, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was scared of COVID. I was not getting out of my house. I was like, I can't deal with it. And I tried to get Justin to meet me in the yard. Never. for a margarita and he's Never. like i'll see you at the window yes I'll i'm see the boy you at the window. i'm the boy in the bubble not open the door like he's not playing and you if you come <laughs> to my house, in the house you peeing him you peeing outside okay you are gonna use the restroom outside and only plastic water bottles don't touch my door handles <laughs> that's how i was that's how i truly was until yeah. I saw somebody's Instagram and there was a protest that started in Beverly Hills. And when I looked into the crowd, it was 60% white mm -hmm. and it was young people, old people, people with their kids. And I thought to myself, all right, if this is about you and about your future and about the future of your children mm -hmm. and this matters to you, how the hell are you going to let other people out there who aren't black say black lives matter and stand and you won't. And, you won't. and then and when I tell you, when I tell you, Justin got his ass up so fast, dressed in all black, put a Ooh. black hat on. I think you even had like, what's the black paint under your eye? No hat at all. <laughs> he was ready. I was ready. <laughs> I boots and uh, freeform Nikes was ready Ooh. to go. Remember, you were you we we were at opposite ends of the protest, yes. and where yours your your end or the side that you were on, there was like this um this like this the the kneeling. I think you guys like sat down or something like yes. that, right? And yes. then at the same time is when the Black Lives Matter protest on Third and Fairfax was getting tear gas, and it was like, I remember texting with you, and you were like, "It is this is so beautiful," and I was like, "I can't even see it." Hold on, let me, <laughs> let me just, I can't. It's not so beautiful over here. We're dodging <laughs> rubber bullets, and at one point, I got, I mean, I got hit in the head with a rubber bullet, and you kept it because I was like. I don't ever want to forget what that was like. I don't ever want to forget, you know, yes. years from now, I'll remember, you'll remember one part of this. You'll remember, uh, you know, various details of it. I don't ever want to forget that there was a point where just saying Black Lives Matter wasn't was, enough. And then to be there this past weekend, where, I mean, I've seen numbers from 20,000 to 50,000 to now 100,000, just people for blocks and blocks and blocks and not one incident. Incident. The allies out there, y'all motherfuckers are showing out and y'all showing out right and y'all coming through and y'all are um, bringing the signs. Y'all mm -hmm. got the water on the side with the Purell and the first aid kits and the band-aids for the back of the shoes. I saw salt and vinegar uh, snackums. You know, the little, the little bag with like four or five chips in it? Yes. I mean, you know, just handing them out. People with pizza. Now, the pizza did make me a little nervous. 
No, no, but I went for the pizza, but I said, I want to see you open the fresh. I want to, I want to see you open the fresh. I want to be the, the first fresh? slice. I want to be the first slice. <laughs> so you were so dumb. But it's no, true. But it's true. It's true. What do you what do you think? Because I, I hear you say ally and and um we had Dr. Grant, this this author and psychologist on our show, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. talking about taking it from ally to accomplice, right? With an accomplice, you have skin in yes. the game. You have you are active. You are not just because ally, you can be like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. If you know, you for me, but with an accomplice, you have to like you're about the business. And you're about the business. Here's how I feel about the ally situation. Okay. And I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it and I'm just gonna spit it out. I think sometimes we want people to do more and we expect more and it's like, give me more, give me more, give me, give me, you can't just be this, you gotta be this now. And yeah. that's okay to talk about. And I think everybody has a different level of how comfortable they feel and how woke they are. But I'm not going to take away from people who are just For here sure. to listen, learn, and shift the way they think. Because I often feel like if I had two million accomplices in the world and that's all, we can get some changed. But if the other hundred plus 200 plus million people in the world ain't allies. The next generation is going to have to do this because no one taught anybody right from wrong. So if you're an ally, you're willing to listen and learn and willing to pass it on to the next generation at minimum. Right. And that's, for me, some of the most important things we have to remember is that we're doing this so that the next generation won't stop. And I say this to people all the time. Yeah, you might have fought in the front lines, you know, in the war in Iraq, and you might come back and be like, well, I was on the front lines. What did you do? Just because that person was sitting in the back giving you intel doesn't mean that their job was less important than yours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, this I'm, no, I, I totally agree. I'm just saying, I don't, I, and, and I'm 100% I agree with the, you in the, you're in the back giving the intelligence to the front line and, and keeping everybody well informed and doing your part. What I don't want and what I can't take and what this movement requires more than is people who are still looking at the pamphlet like, well, maybe, maybe I'll enlist. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? People who are like, okay, well, what are the requirements? What do I have to, okay, 18, US citizen. Okay, let's see, Um, do, two years? I gotta get, I got to do two, okay, well, let me just, Um, where's mm -hmm. the deadline? We don't have time for that. We no, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. And so like, and, and, and those are the people who are calling themselves ally because it's the new buzzword. It's a, it's a, it's a great hashtag, right? Um, with the, the the casual post on social media and they're not having the conversations with their kids. They're not having the awkward conversations with their family members. They're not expanding their their knowledge and their awareness outside of their own experience. It's like the one post ain't gonna be it. The one post ain't gonna be it. But and what I will that say- one black box- Ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. We gonna need you to do more than that. Get to work. And the words uh, of- the great prophet Rihanna, pull up, pull up, and work, 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 work. <laughs> do work, work, work. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she's saying, but I know she's saying work. But I will say this: 
for all those allies that want to help and want to open their mouth and don't know when they can open their mouth. Open it. You know that moment? You know that moment when you're at the club and your friend guilted you into going, she like, just come on, let's go for two drinks. And you're like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm on my period. I'm bloated. I don't want to do it. Please don't make me do it. And she's like, but I just broke up. And then you at the club and you sitting there and you're trying to like get a little tipsy so you can get this done with. And you're looking at your clock because you told you told Sharon that you would stay till 12 and it's 1130. Right. And you're sitting there and you hear, dun, dun, dun. Done. You hit the opening to back that ass up, and you're like, oh, like, oh. Taking over for the 99,000. And you you can't help but move your ass, and all of a sudden, your night turns around, and you're like, maybe I'm going to stay until 1230. Right. That moment will come in your life where you know that it's time to put your right hand on your right knee and your left hand on your left knee and twerk. Twerk and it, something. It, twerk something. You might, you might be at work and you might hear an off-color joke towards a black employee and you might step in and say, yo, that was not cool. Yeah. And that might stop that behavior. You might hear your son or daughter come home one day and say, What's it mean that Black Lives Matter? And you might activate that moment in you to say, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Or you may be at that family reunion and your cousin Bubba will say, well, I don't know what that Black Lives Matter was about. And you will say, well, let me give you this pamphlet. Right. It'll come to people. And I don't want people to feel discouraged because they don't know what to do. Just know, be prepared because the Lord will summon we'll provide, your ass. You will be provided an opportunity. You will be given an opportunity. And, 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 and be empowered to use that opportunity, right? Like, don't allow that opportunity to go by and be like, oh, well, you know, well, the kids are with me this time and I don't really want to, I don't want to make a scene. Wanna, I don't want to yeah. do you know, that. Now, f*** all that. It's now. It's and now. I've been on such a good path. I don't want to brock it up with, Yeah. No, rock it up. No, bitch, rock it up. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's also interesting, you know, I've had a a lot of conversations with white friends and just friends who aren't black, who are like, I don't want, I don't know what to say. I don't know when to say it because I don't want to sound racist. And the thing that I have been telling them is, um, so what? you need to just go ahead and get comfortable with being called a racist and, and, and hear me out. It's not because you, the, the word racist is cool or easy to hear, but if you are a white person in particular, you are, your, your existence allows you to benefit from a yes. racist system and society. And so whether you have or have not uh, um, directly contributed to that racism, you benefit from it. And so be willing to acknowledge that, be willing to accept that, because as soon as we get past your sensitivity about being called a racist, then we can get back to the work 
of actually correcting the behavior and the system. Miss me with the, with the, well, I just don't know what to say. Say the wrong thing so we can correct you and then we can get on about this day. You, and by the way, look, speak on it because you know, you're nicer than me. Cause when they say, well, it's uncomfortable to say things and I'm said, well, yeah, try living it. Yeah. Try living it, it's uncomfortable. But I appreciate the people who are willing to send those text messages yeah. and say, I don't know what to say, because that means that you are willing to learn mm -hmm. and accept what to say. However, uh, yeah, here we go. Come on. To all my white friends. Come on. Message. Dear white friends. Dear white friends. <laughs> I love you. I love you dearly. I think about you less than I used to, but I still think about you. Come on. And let me explain something to you. Do you know when it's your birthday and you wake up that morning and you get a few happy birthday text messages and by the end of the day, you have had 50 happy birthday text messages, 25 posts on Instagram and a few Facebook messages. And although you know it's coming from a very nice place, you still feel overwhelmed and you feel like you have to respond back and you just want to enjoy your birthday, but it's just a lot. It's overwhelming. You know what I mean? I do. Now imagine if every day since two Sundays ago was your birthday. Hey, how you doing? Yes. Thank you. But I have had to answer that for the last two weeks. It's been my birthday for the last two weeks. It's mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me a question. Just say, thinking about you, saw this, thought you might like it, ha 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 ha, or something. Send me a joke. Let's talk about you kids. Let's talk about something other than what's going on if it starts with how you doing, because I do appreciate it. And I know a lot of black people appreciate that you're checking in. Yeah. But it's overwhelming. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, though, Justin, you just got to deal with that. That's that's a, that's a situation you just got to deal with because and I'm going to say and I'm going to say this because that is a requirement. Right. If you love me and you really care about me and you really you're coming to a new level of understanding about how I might be operating and feeling and dealing with this every day, come see about me. But 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 what I'm saying is also. Bring a bottle and a notebook and a pen. One hundo. Like, don't just call. Don't just call to check it. Okay, I checked Justin off my list. Checked in with him, and now I can get back to my um, Instagram workout. Like, no, that's not. That's not what we're mm -hmm. doing here. That's not what mm -hmm. we're doing here. And that's, I think, what you're talking about because you can feel that, like, you know, and I just wanna, I just wanna make sure I did my thing. One hundred percent. But it's also, it's also, if we talk every day or we talk on a weekly basis and you're checking up on me because that's yeah. what we would do with each other, that's fine. It's the people who you hadn't talked to in four months, you see third on a grade, random grade, Third grade, third grade. Third grade friends. Like, it's all the people who, like, when you go back home, maybe you see them, but, like, mm -hmm. when you're back in L.A., they don't check on you, they don't say and they're not posting it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, you're the birthday friend. You're the, I saw your Facebook, your birthday on Facebook, and now I'm sending you a happy birthday because I saw right. somebody else post it. And I want to flex because I have your number. I'm talking about those people. I'm not talking yeah. about the people who I talk with and ride with every day I'm vacationing with, I'm doing the most with. But those I'm gonna people, tell, I'm gonna, but I'm going to tell you, Justin, that, that, no, because when they, when they, when those people show up, 
it's it's okay. So so now that we've gotten how I feel out of the way, what are you doing? Mm-mm. What are you doing? What conversations are you shifting? What 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 are you reading? What are you watching? Cause like I'm, it's not just gonna be me. You're not calling me to say, True that. tell me what book I read. What 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 book do I need to read? Um, what podcast do I need to subscribe to? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like now, nah, what's what's the flip that? Mm-hmm. Flip, welcome welcome the interaction. Yes, I'm so glad to hear from you. True it's that. It's been a long time. Read this six paragraph text that I'm about to send you. <laughs> right, right. I need to type out. Uh, um, you know when you go on a website, frequently ask questions. Your template. Frequently, no, frequently ask questions. <laughs> I'm about to type out a frequently asked questions pamphlet and send it to everybody before they even ask me a question. It's like my mom said, my mom said something that I thought, you know, when she said it at first, I was like, nah, you got to be patient. You got to be loving and you got to be kind. She was like, I don't need to teach you how to not be racist. You treat me how you would treat yourself. That's treat me the way you would want to be treated. You know, um, there's this this woman, you know, we've seen her studies, she the blue-eyed doll. Um, yes. We've you know, she's seen we've seen her all over the place, especially recently. Uh, but one of the questions she asked pretty pain, plainly, and I was like, oh snap, I forgot about this one. When she's in an auditorium and she's talking to um, Wait, all say these it. people, and she says, Which of you would want to be treated the way that black people are treated in our society? Stand, Stand up. up. If any of you would like to be treated, and they're kind of looking like, she's like, oh, well, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. Because, like, clearly, racism isn't real, color, no one sees color, all that stuff. If you would like to be treated the way that Black people are treated in this country, stand up. And no one stood up. And it was like a, oh, you are playing. Right. Y'all are playing. Y'all are playing. It's not that you didn't know. It's not that you didn't know. You just were never held accountable before. You, you were never pricked out. to change before. Yes. And now you've been you've been singled out. Ha-ha! Instead of, instead of, <laughs> and so instead of it being an auditorium, which one of you, it's, hey, Doug. It's really crazy that, like, we are still dealing with stuff like this. And, you know, it's, I'm kind of... Are you encouraged? Do you see hope? Do you see like a, a future that's bright? Or are you like, mm, mm, this is the matrix. This is the third time they've come to destroy. I feel like it's like Godfather 2, where like it was kind of better than Godfather 1. Because, you know, we've had these moments before. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a sequel. But the sequel is actually better than the original. Mm-hmm. This is the year where if you, if you at least, minimum, 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 if you hold people's hands to the fire, they could no longer use the excuse, we didn't know. Yeah. It's so crazy. A girlfriend of mine said, it was so interesting to watch your friend's Instagram because I posted, if you guys want a play-by-play on what the protest was like, go to I am Scott Evans. Instagram and watch it because a lot of times people get the wrong information on the news. And it was the first time that I could ever say, ha ha, someone's giving you commentary in a non-aggressive way. He is showing you piece by piece, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You guys go and see it. So a friend of mine was like, oh my God, you know, I watched your friend Scott's 
Instagram. And it was so crazy because that's not what we were seeing on the news here in Texas. And I said, you know, Annie, thank you so much. And it gave me the idea that, yeah, I might not have a million people on my Instagram, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what I'm going to do is I'm going to show people every single day that I can what a protest is, how it's peaceful, how it's unifying, and how there's people of every walk of life out mm -hmm. there unifying for human decency. It's human decency. I'm also going to throw in a few hot dudes to let you know that God may have put your blessing here too. Get, because, your, get your butt here and find you find you your mate. Get find your mate. I'm also what I also I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you the cute places at the protests to take photos. If that's your also your plight in life, I don't care what your plight is in life. I know a lot of people are coming down on Instagrammers for getting their asses out here just for a photo. That as long as they post it, I'm cool with it. <laughs> you are? Are you for real? Let me tell you why I'm cool so with there's, it. There's somebody who doesn't who doesn't even who doesn't even know George who George Floyd is or how he died, and they're standing on the top of a, a burnt police car with a black power fist. That's you're good. I'm Gucci with it because if an influencer comes here with just the the thought that I'm gonna stand on this car and I'm gonna get this photo to look woke, and they share it to two million people out there, and five percent or ten percent of those people decide. I wonder what this whole George Floyd thing is about and go. I know how a rabbit hole starts, bitch. I've been through right. a few. Oh, I've been through a few right. this morning. <laughs> so if those people can take, if that 5% of those people are smart enough to just click on a hashtag or do the research, research, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay with people not wanting to talk about the war, you know, that happened in Iraq. Mm -hmm. But the minute Pink starts singing, Dear Mr. President, they share that. They share that. And it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. Did Pink go to Iraq? Not at all. Has Pink ever been in the army? Not at all. This is her performance arc. This is what she's going to do. The yeah. same thing with Instagram influencers. We, I cannot stress enough. And I have said this, and I'm going to play this game with you. Mm -hmm. You have the Scott Evans Foundation. Let's say okay. you have the Scott Evans Foundation in, you know, five years. You're giving scholarships right now. to kids. Come on. Yeah, come on. Education to kids, da, 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 whatever it might be. Yeah. And a celebrity comes to you and, and you know they're in hot water for something and they give you $500,000. Does that cash look any less greener because they're doing it because they need PR? Are you not going to take that half a million dollars because you know they have a court case coming up in a month for something so that does not relate to what you're doing, but they want to give you half a million so they look better? Are you mad about that? This is probably going to sound crazy to you. I think this is probably going to sound crazy to you. Um, I'm going to take the money, but we're going to have Thank a conversation. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation. But you're going to take the money. We go, yeah, go take the money. You're going to take the, you are absolute, absolute take the money okay uh, the, my my it's not necessarily a matter of like are you are you reaching the the an audience with a story or an angle or uh, a happening that maybe they wouldn't have my question is are you even aware of the commentary are you even aware of the story are you even aware right you're just standing on a car talking about black lives matter but do you even know what that means look 
the a lot of these companies who are posting we stand with black lives we are here for you we love you do i think their their ceos all of their ceos and board members are oh, down right. with the cause are they rolling with us no but they are sending it uh, out uh, yeah 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 they yeah, are yeah, awakening yeah. i don't care if i you know what you're gonna send it out to four million people anyway i don't care if one out of ten gets woken up it's one out of ten and one of those people isn't even in the influencer or the board member at all. We're still waking people up. And guess what? A lot of times, and I saw this the other day, I followed this story where this influencer was accused of performative activism. Everybody was picking up the headline. Then the, the influencer hit back and did an interview and, mm -hmm. and went on and said what she did. Do I think she knew what she was talking about before she did <laughs> she, she, she got educated. But she got educated. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we became educated, and another post went out defending her right to be out there taking photos. I would be more mad if I saw a bitch with four million followers there and not sharing it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't know. I just, I just, I had a, I, to be honest with you, I had an emotional response watching these, what looked like kids standing on top of a burned police car, um, going live on Instagram, like it was a party. I had a hard time with that kind of, uh, it was like, it was like an, an uh, a lack of awareness. It was like a, it was a, it was a show of ignorance. And I feel like 100%. where we get more, where we, where we hype that up, where we spend more and more time dedicating people's, uh, dedicated to people's um, acts of ignorance than to their act of expansion and the act of education of their, like of them for themselves and, um, uh, uh, compassion and things like that. Like that was the part that was, that was, really getting to me. And at one point I even asked a couple kids, like they were kids, they were like 16, 17 year, years old. I was like, what, what are y'all, what are, so what are y'all doing? What's going on? They're like, yeah. ah, it's a bur is this, is a, this is a cop car. All cops are bad. And I was just like, you don't even know where that came from, do you? You just, you don't even know what you're saying. And so that was the part, that was the part for me. Like I get, um, uh, point the outrage in a direction that is going to bring about the best change, and that if if it's if it's if if you're down for any reason, let's go. Um, I'm just saying we have reached a point where it's like, okay, now we're on this walk together. Yes. What you gonna do? What you what are you what are we really doing here? You know. But then I, but then I go back. I go back to the army. I go back to the marines. I, hear I go you. back. I go back to that moment where I say. Maybe this person isn't the because you know you have the loudspeaker. I'm just saying, don't dress up like a like a soldier on Halloween and say you've always been down for the fight. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't like okay. if you if you're gonna be a soldier, I don't care what if you could work in the what's the what's the barracks. I'm down folding sheets. I'm down, but guess what? If we haven't learned anything from the pussycat dolls, we haven't learned. Shit. There's one bitch with a mic. The other five are barely on. Good night. We have one person. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got one pussycat doll whose mic's turned all the way up. We have one pussycat doll who's on 50. We have one pussycat who's on 30. And the other two should have sticks in their hands because they don't even turn that <laughs> on. But everybody has a contribution. That's real. And That's we can't real. be mad because some people aren't developed enough 
or it doesn't have that vocal range that we right. have. And some people can't sing at all. You know, the, you and I, you, you and I have always been on. I think most points, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? You and I always like we're always pointed in the right direction, but we are coming at a totally different angle. We're coming at totally different angles. But what I love about us is when we meet in the middle, when we finally have a conversation, we're able to meet in the middle and then get a drink after. It's right. not. It's like. And, and that's an interesting thing because I feel like as black people, I'm gonna come down on us for two seconds. As black people, I feel like we sometimes fight at each other whenever the messages are the same, but we deliver them differently. We right. say, you're not black enough. You're not going hard enough. You're not doing X, Y, and Z. And it's yeah. like, Nelson Mandela is so the most pro-black person ever, but he went there in a calm and he was there trying to make people understand because he thought understanding was more important than than, than the, the loudness of your blackness. Yeah. But remember, but remember though, remember though that even Nelson Mandela, before he was a legend, before he was Nobel Peace Prize winning, he was a terrorist, right? Because his idea was something so against the grain, his idea was something so unacceptable and the fact that people you are you 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 are able to demonstrate in a way that people can agree with you that you're able to sway them we must resist so yeah no i'm, I'm i hear you 100% i hear you 100% you it's 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 interesting i was looking on instagram at billy porter yeah. and the video that he shared about bringing to attention the 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 loss of life in our trans community and how this uh, particular trans woman was yeah. brutalized by black men, um, and yeah. so it was like, if Black Lives Matter, then then surely Black trans lives matter. And I saw some of the comments, yeah, to his video, and it was crushing. It was crushing, crushing. people's inability to that we 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 come to situations judging first, right? We come to situations. Oh, yeah desiring to prove our point and then maybe listening. Um, yes. And it's just like, a, it's a, just a, I, I, I wanna, I guess I just wanna urge all of us to like reach for your compassion. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Don't be pushed over. Don't be, don't be mistreated. Um, but reach for your compassion, reach for your humanness and seek to see the humanness in others. 100%. It hurt. It hurt. And the other thing I'm gonna say is to add to that is as black people, we were given a gift that's a blessing, but it also is a curse. And that is the ability to gas anybody up. Right. Okay. We don't realize as black people, like if we had a party and the party is dead as we gonna find an inch of that dance floor and we gonna gas everybody up to follow us into something because we know how to do that. It's a innate thing. It's like mm -hmm. Avatar. Like at some <laughs> point, you gonna have to get on top. You can talk to that tree and you got to get on top of that dragon. Right. You have to ride that dragon. And, and you not, might not know how to do it, but everybody's got it in them. You just gotta find it in you. You gotta find it in you. It's a blessing, but it's a The Helu, Jake. The Helu. We do. <laughs> and the thing is, we you we can use that for positive, but the minute you say, let's burn this up, or let's get rowdy, let's get crazy, 
these people, we don't realize that that has more of an effect on people than you realize. Because I found myself at one point being like, yeah, yeah, let's this up. And you have to really watch that. You got to watch and be mindful that that blessing can turn into a curse whenever you're trying to achieve something. And that achievement is peace. And that achievement is protesting without giving them what they want. And we just have to be careful. Yeah. Well, we've been having to be careful since before you and I were alive. So- 100%. But you know what? Now, you know what we got. And I'm telling you, I'm going back to this. We got the allies. Come on. We got the allies. They are ready to turn up. They are ready to walk. And that's what Martin didn't have. Martin had the message. Martin had the power. Martin didn't have the allies who were ready. He had some pretty influential people who stepped forward. I don't think he had the number of people. Thank you. It's interesting. I was talking to a couple friends over the weekend and they were asking, you know, what do I think is the difference? What do what do I think is the key difference here? And it's because like the message is the same. The message is, is, is the exact same as it has always been since it has been when uh, Africans were shackled on ships. What has changed is the messenger. Amen. What has changed is the messenger. And so I think uh, my hope is my prayer and my activity is all going to point to um, this not being a moment. You know what I mean? And pu- and putting my, my own dollars, my own attention, my own activity where my mouth is. Like I, it's gonna, like it, the fact that our whole, our shows mm-hmm. pivoted in a way, um, even, you know, talking to other reporters, I was able to try to help them see the way that they were reporting this story was just kind of following what other reporters, what other reports had yes. said and not doing their own independent work. So to be able to shift that narrative in a way back to m- more a reality and within yes. hours saw it happening. Yes. Um, was a pretty, pretty incredible thing. You said it and I want to say it again. Do not let November come and go. Amen. And you're not, and and that's not, there's there's a whole bunch of time before now in November. So there's a whole bunch of work that can be done and that needs to be done. In the meantime, there are all these states that still have uh, primary votes. So um, if we're not carrying somebody to the polls, if you're not calling your your friends and family members, my little sister um, is living with me now and when the, the primary here in California happened, she hadn't changed her, her voting address to California yeah. as, as a, to vote in California. And so she came home from work and she's like about to go, you know, shower and, and uh, turn down for that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, so did you, did you go vote today? And she was like, nah, uh-uh, nah. Is it the presidential one? And I was like, see, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem right there. And literally walked her to the polling site to ensure that she was in line in time to vote. Um, and then talked her through the districts and things like that. If we're not willing to take that kind of action, if we're not willing to figure out who is mm-hmm. making the strides and in alignment with the, the kinds of changes you want to see happen, and you're not requiring that that the candidates are mm. in the Black Lives Matter movement, you're not really real about it. You're and not really real to, about it. And to add to that, 
Because I see all motherfuckers at this Beyonce concerts. If you waiting for two hours in line to get to your seat, get popcorn, two beers, and some candy to go listen to DJ Mustard, who's coming on before Beyonce, before Chloe and Hallie, if you have enough time to wait in line to go to a Beyonce concert, you can wait in line to get your ass a polling site. Right. I, just because you said Chloe and Hallie, I can't not. That do it. That do it. This do it, week, babe. I think it's an album. This week is an do album. It. Do I it. mean, this, them two queens right there, as far as I'm concerned. Speaking of another queen, you know, I often tell people they have to get out of, sometimes you have to get out of your mindset and you have to get out of the moment. And Feel Good TV for me is that moment. Yeah. I feel like I can escape in something, but I need it to be, I need a competition show that shows me some that I can get to that makes me want to get up, that makes me want to dance, or that makes me appreciate people and their hard work. And World of Dance is one of those shows. You know, we you, we got you covered. We got you covered. I feel like, you know, this show also happened. We we Our production is kind of a, um, a blessing. Our production butted up right against the beginning of um, the quarantine for COVID-19 yes. pandemic, right? Our finale happened the Friday the 13th. That was the last day you could go to a studio. Wow. And so, and we didn't have a, we didn't have an, uh, a, a studio audience for the finale. So it had a whole different feel, but I think everyone was committed to seeing through the commitment, yes. the dedication, and the, the sacrifice that is competing on this show. I agree with you. World of Dance is one of those shows that, and the, the thing I love about it is you can, everybody in the house can watch it together. Yeah. And and for different reasons, you're laughing, shouting, whatever. You know, there's there's something in it for everyone. And to see these people from all over the world just trying to do their best, show yes. their best and be their best was kind of, it was encouraging in a whole nother way. And then to see Jennifer Lopez in these looks, I don't know if it's just me, but she showed up this year in a way I've not seen her show up before. I don't know. I mean, like what, she always shows up. She, she. By the way, when she came, when she came with that high pony with the braid on the side, listen, she came with that half up, half down with that braid on the side. And she was just sitting there in the middle looking like she knew, like she just knows. She knows. The other thing I like about her too, on the show is if you guys haven't seen the show, how many episodes have there been so far? Three. Okay, so let me, if you guys haven't seen the show, yeah, let me give you some- this, uh, this Tuesday will be three. Yeah, so let me give you guys some background on the show. So this is the fourth season of World of Dance. And normally what happens is like an American Idol, you know, like you have to go through producers, you gotta go through like all that mm -hmm. stuff. You have to dance, dance, dance for people before you make it to the J-Lo round. You know what yeah, I mean? You got to four rounds before you even get to on a, a camera. Mm -hmm. What I love about this season is that people think they have to do the producer rounds because they've heard how the process goes. You know, Reddit has really, you know, messed up everything because people right. will tell you how to do it. Exactly. So, so what NBC has done and what Biddy Medita, what JLo has like come up with is now you're going to have to bring that fire early because we going to have the, the, the judges in on this panel. And what they do is, because I love, I just love stunt queens. 
they put this brick wall where people can't see who's on the other side of the wall. Right. And you could tell, like, she sits there and she's like, oh, I know they're going to freak out when they see me here. When they see me. When they see me. Or, mm, they the see last me time the they city. saw me was the Super Bowl. Was the Super Bowl. Acting a fool. Twisting on a pole. Like, yeah, get your ass up. I was... I can't even go for the sewer. I can't even do it with the Super Bowl. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole, thing. That's a whole that enchilada. But to see people, those doors open up and these dancers see for the first time Derek Huff, Neo, and Jennifer Lopez sitting there. And the best part is, the best part is they walk in and Jen is sitting there and she's like, hey, you ready? <laughs> because that's real life. That is real life. In Hollywood, no matter if you're an actor, no matter if you're a host, no matter, no, you never know when you're going to get that. You gotta be ready. You have to be ready because at any moment they're like, oh, you're interviewing this person. It's like, oh, but JLo decided that she's gonna be in it today because she had some time. And you're like, but wait, I'm not ready. Nobody's saying that. And what's cool, what's, what's funny is that you had some people come in and they were like, oh, cool. That's what's, wow, yeah, that's what's up. And then, and then they they start and they just can't get out of their head, right? And then you saw other people walk in and lost their mind and they channeled that energy in a way, they did things that they never even knew they could. You know what I mean? Oh. So it, it, was a, it was a really cool, it was a, it's been a really cool thing to watch back. It, it's also interesting to see people's response to the change, right? Like this, the, now in order to qualify for the duels, there isn't a score, it's a yes or a no, or maybe you a callback. You know but by I mean? the way, I love a callback. I love a redemption story. Same. I like the callbacks. Same. Same. I'm auditioning for the show next season. Come on. I need. I, you know, I'm a flamenco dancer, right? What would you, what would you do? What what kind of flamenco. style are you gonna do? Flamenco. Did you just wipe a bang out of your? I face? just I just a braid. <laughs> Poetic justice, bitch. Okay, uh, so you're coming back. Hold on, you're coming back next month. I have decided that we are going to recap what we've been through in the past in the next month, and we're going to come back. We're going to recap it, and we're going to talk about how the world restarted because I'm hearing everything's starting to open. This COVID nineteen thing, you know, for the next week is kind of under wraps, but like right. we don't see what happens in two weeks. Um, so we're going to come back here, and we're going to kiki in person, and we're going to get this popping. Okay, tell me this. Where is the first place you're going out of quarantine? Be honest. First place. Where are you going? Oh, the Don't club. <laughs> By the way, hold on. I'm going to be all the way honest. The club or a booty call? <laughs> yes. I'm going to be, I might go to a booty call, then the club. Then the club. It's so good to see you. It's so good to I hear your you. voice. I love what you do, what you do in this space. I love what you do with this podcast that you've created this, this um, opportunity for people to have conversations freely, um, unabridged for people to show up and be exactly who they are. You encourage, I think one of the best kind of spaces uh, where you can have deep, meaningful conversation. You can have inc an incredibly intimate conversation. Thank you. And also just keep key and laugh at the same time. I really do appreciate this space you've created. Because there's you. not another place like it. Not not quite Thank like you. It. We love you. And we are going to have you in our, because our studio is the bomb, bitch. We have a bartender. It's popping. So 
the next time we see each other on this, we're going to have a, a kiki and a drink, and we're going to do it. Let's do I'm down. For the dance out now. You guys watch Scott, J-Lo, Derek Huff, and Neo Tuesday nights. At 10. At 10 o'clock. I will see you later. You guys, thanks for listening. And do not forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And you can follow me at The Lady Sitter. And be sure to come back every week for another pour of your favorite celebrity. (laughs) 